You're listening to FamCast, the For All Mankind podcast, with your hosts, the competitive spirit, Trey Simpson, our own devil's advocate, Tim Weber, and the hopelessly optimistic, Trevor Jorgensen. This is FamCast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 78. I am joined by the Yari Master himself, Mr. Uh, Tim Weber. That's me. You almost forgot my name. I did. I was like, oh, what's his name? <laughs> I've, I've worked with him a little bit. Um, I think I'm friends with him. Uh, name begins with a T, which doesn't really narrow it down for us. No, um, not at all. So this this one's a little, um, and I apologize, this is, uh, this is kind of on me. This one's a little um, overdue. Um, Cause I, I've wanted to talk about Xbox buying uh, Bethesda for um, it's probably almost been a week. Um, if it hasn't been a week exactly now, um, but it stuff's we've been doing some stuff um, that you'll probably see here soon. I've been working on that and we've all just had some personal stuff going on, but me and Tim are finally here to talk about it. Um, and I think there's, there's a lot to unwrap here. Um, I've had some people well, text. Go ahead. It's. I was just gonna say, like, it, it it never hurts to get a reminder of this because this is such a yeah, like big deal. This isn't like some little. Th- this isn't like a little acquisition. Not that any. I feel like anymore. Like even uh, like when they announced uh, Obsidian, um, like that yeah. that was that wasn't just like a small deal. Obviously, Bethesda is a little more grander on that scale, but right. that was still a huge deal. Um, right. So here to uh, to kind of unwrap that, give our opinions on this. None of us know uh, what's going on in Phil Spencer's mind as far as what will happen, but these are just kind of our uh, our thoughts. I mean, I, I guess you know Tim. He's your best friend. I was say, so. he, me and him talk all the time. He actually <laughs> called me. I, mean, I yeah. kind of gave the go ahead with this. Like he <laughs> right. he came yeah. to me for approval, thinking, okay, what do you think about this? How do you think this will spend? Like, look, there's a lot of avenues we can go down with. I say just go for it. If you got the money, cash. Just do it. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. Tim's like, I want follow games exclusively on Xbox. I don't want my friends playing on any other system. They all need to play with me. <laughs> this is how I get this to happen. Finally. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack here. So I guess we'll just get started. So about a week ago, I'm sure many of you have seen, but if you didn't, Microsoft spent 7.5 billion dollars to acquire Bethesda software in cash that was in big print like they made a point that they brought bills yeah when it was they all, did this it was a semi truck um just crates Gosh. barrels full of money um to to kind of put that in a perspective like how how much money that is to acquire Bethesda um Disney only paid 4 billion to acquire Star Wars so I don't like that. That obviously is a huge. That's probably the biggest media acquisition I can think of outside of, you know, like Disney and Fox, which is now you know, just as big. But go ahead. It was more than just Bethesda, though, right? Like Bethesda is the big part of it. But it was like they, they acquired. What was it Zenimax or? Yeah. So they what? basically all all parts of Bethesda. I think it's Bethesda Softworks is the is the umbrella. Um, okay. So they've got like Bethesda Studios under there. You said Zenimax. I forget what all the others are. I thought there was like seven total. Like there's, there's, there's just oh, a um, big ID, uh, ID. ID. Oh, which Sorry, is huge. ID. ID. However you want to say it. I think it is the correct term, but I always, when I see it, it's I just software. say ID. Yeah, it's software. Um, 
So, I mean, think about how big that is, right? So they, they acquired Doom, Dishonored, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, which I think is the probably the biggest one. Starfield. Um, Starfield. That's that's going to be interesting. The unknown game that never actually will come to flourishing. Yeah, I, I saw um, it was one of those Facebook articles that kind of pops up and you're like, this is definitely like fake. Um, but they're like, oh, f- the first screenshots from Starfield. Um, mm. And yeah, I... I check, mm. like I'll I check those things out just to like, I don't know. Sometimes it's fun to just look. Um, I'm really interested to see what they do with that five years from now when it uh, when it goes into beta. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so this is obviously a really big acquisition, and I think the first thing that came to everyone's mind because they announced this the day before PS5 pre-orders went live. That that wasn't yeah. that wasn't coincidence like that is a very strategic move wait the day before ps5 or xbox sorry xbox um that makes sense yeah because right it was xbox right i'm pretty sure it was xbox because playstation went live prior yeah because that was it was a whole mess the day before xbox um to be like hey we know that uh you're you're still debating these consoles here's why you should pick us so, um, like, look, we're lacking in the exclusive department. We understand and not anymore. Yeah. And <laughs> I think that's probably the I've seen this debated all over Twitter. I've I've honestly gone back and forth a little bit myself, too. But I think the biggest question on everyone's mind is, does this mean all Bethesda games moving forward are going to be Xbox exclusive? Microsoft exclusive. Microsoft right? exclusive, PC, right. Yeah. Uh, because, yes, with, with Game Pass, because now that they're a part of Xbox, we're talking day one launches um, right. for, for new games. We're talking not having to pay 60 to $70 right. uh, to, to play it. So I, I definitely have a, a few opinions of my own, and I'm, I'm, I don't even think I'm cemented in that. But I, I want to ask you first because we haven't we haven't really talked about this yet. What do you think this means for Bethesda being exclusive or not exclusive to Microsoft? Um. So I. So here's if I'm a businessman, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, so Sony has some great titles. Sony has some phenomenal titles, right? Titles that you will literally pay whatever that cost of that system is just to play, at least myself in, in that list. And what can we do since, you know, we have a bunch of studios as Microsoft under our hands, under under us. Um, what can we do to help even this playing field? And I think if you're Microsoft at this point, you don't necessarily make them exclusive. You don't come out saying these are going to be exclusive titles. You use those as bargaining chips to get exclusives away from Sony. Hey, Sony, you want Fallout 5? We want Last of Us. Hey Sony, you want? Oh. You, you, but you know what I'm saying. Like we like. No, I had I hadn't thought about that. Um, I thought you were going in a different direction, and you kind of were. But then that's that. I mean, that's definitely an interesting. Um, like that's an interesting thought. I think it's a good way for them to make because let's face it, Microsoft has never been strong in the exclusive game, right? That's really probably their biggest lackluster area when it comes to the market. Is that that in itself? So how do you even the playing field? You get rid of that completely by making it to where you have several of the biggest titles out there under your belt that you can now use to unhinge and to get those titles you want from Sony onto your console. 
Sure. And as as fans, uh, if you're a PlayStation person, are you really going to sit there and be like, no, don't give them God of War. We don't care about Elder Scrolls Six. No, you're about yeah, do that. <laughs> like that's okay. That yeah, that I mean. And those are big time. Now, look, maybe that's a stretch in terms of the exclusivity, what they would reach for, right? But there sure. are, I'm sure, other exclusive titles that Microsoft can utilize these titles to get their hands on. Yeah. Because, yeah. I think it's it, it's um, it's interesting you say that because I think what you're saying falls in line with Phil Spencer's kind of vision for for kind of the, the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. Um let, let me read you a, a quote real quick. So this is Phil, uh, Phil Spencer, I believe back in 2019. He said, gaming is about entertainment and community and diversion and learning new stories and new perspectives. I find it completely counter to what gaming is about to say that part of that is to lock people away from being able to experience those games or to force someone to buy my specific device on the day that I want them to go and buy it in order to partake in what gaming is all about. Gaming is bigger than any one device. That's my boy Phil right there. Coming so in with the deep, deep words. That so that quote right there. That after reading that, that led me to believe because when I first read it, I'm like, yeah, they they will. They those are their exclusives now. Like, why wouldn't they? That's hmm. that's their their weak link, and mm-hmm. now they they just they have these huge AAA titles mm-hmm. only on Xbox. Uh, well, only on game pass you know pc what whatever right. you want there um because one thought process is you don't pay 7.5 billion dollars to not make them exclusive right like you don't throw down that much money to make them exclusive that's one thought and i i can definitely see that the other thought is okay these are your games now mm-hmm. and now you allow them to be playable on PlayStation 5 to where you're going to make like you're going to make some of that money off of that because it's sure like you're you're developing and you know publishing these games uh, you're going to make some of that money whether PlayStation 5 owners buy them or not right but I, I think the catch is and th- this is why I don't think that they will be exclusive they you you spread that reach out right so okay mm-hmm. everybody can play Elder Scrolls 6 and Fallout 5 and Starfield everyone can play it but you can play it on PS5 for $70 mm-hmm. or you can play it on Xbox with your Game Pass subscription that you probably already have for right. nothing day one. Right. Right. It, and, it, and at this yeah, point, sorry, if you ahead. have if you have an Xbox and you're and you're playing multiplayer, you mo- more than likely have gold, which if yep. you have gold, you probably have the, the Game Pass Ultimate. Yep. Um, so you're paying 15 bucks a month to have everything. You're getting right. those day one launch titles. Are you really going, even if you have both consoles, even for someone that isn't like on the fence that, okay, I'm only going to get one or the other, it's, it's kind of hard. You can't look away. And I, I think that's where Microsoft is going with it. They're making Game Pass something that cannot be ignored. You can't right. ignore the fact that you can get all these AAA games now for, for nothing, you're not paying any, any money 15 down. 15 bucks a month. Yeah, you're paying 15 bucks a month that you're probably paying already. Versus yep. $70, $60 to $70, I guess, is the, right. the official um, Sony price range. Um, but that's, how do, you, how do you turn away from that? So, right, you, you don't. And, and Game Pass was already 
the best deal, right? In my opinion, in gaming history right now, that that, that that's out, right? If you have Game Pass Ultimate, you you have the best bang for your buck that I think we've ever seen on any generation in yeah. terms of value. And Microsoft just made that three times better by acquiring what they just acquired. Yep. Like hands down, they made it untouchable by any other service almost. Yeah, without a um, doubt. And maybe, and please, some other service prove me wrong. I would be 100% okay to see what else is out there for that. But think about it in terms of, okay, so now you have this, right? So like you're saying, so now you're not going to, you're not going to make these titles exclusive. Um, you, 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 that, Cause that doesn't fall in line with what Phil Spencer says, but what does fall in line with what he said was he doesn't like exclusives more or less. He doesn't like them being locked away on certain consoles. So now again, they have these bargaining chips that they can use to pull exclusives away from Sony, which I would almost bet something on that that will happen. We are going to see big titles not be PlayStation exclusives um, in the future. Of course, the titles that are already out now, I mean, that's a, that's a different story. But in the future, I really think, don't be surprised if uh, if another Uncharted game comes out and it's on Xbox. You know, or, or something like that. Or Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank, I mean, clearly not the newest one, but I'm just, you know, we have to think a good chunk into the future right now because nothing's going to happen right now. Sure. But now you look at that and they're like, okay, Ratchet and Clank's coming to, to Xbox now. Awesome. And then, you know, they're going to get the new Elders or Starfield because that might be the soonest one we get, right? So they'll get Starfield. So now you break away from, there's not really a whole lot of exclusives, but now, not only are there not exclusives, Microsoft has the advantage with Game Pass still. Yeah. Exclusives or not, now all your games that you want to play or these a good chunk of games are they're not free to you, but they're they're essentially included in your subscription that you're going to have most likely one way or another. Right. I, so yeah, there's not a hard choice of really unless you're really a diehard fan or you have those friends and you know people just like it and that's fine. I'm not saying go away from PlayStation, not at all. But I'm saying the choice is at that point is definitely balanced more on Microsoft's end than it would be on Sony's. I, so I think this, this may be, cause I, I think we've kind of agreed up to this point and this might be where I diverge a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like Sony is almost always, uh, like they, they stand their ground. Like when they, when, when they decide on something, I feel like, like, um, think about, um, cross play. And how much, how big of a battle that was. And, you know, I know you said, you know, we're, we're thinking, you know, pretty far into the future. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think that, um, I don't think we would see like PlayStation games on Xbox anytime soon. Or like me personally, I feel like they, they know that that's their strong suit. And I think that they'll hold on to it. Um, now, if, if Xbox puts the pressure on them, like you said, could we see a trade? I don't know. I think ideally that's what Phil Spencer would want because he wants everyone to be able to play everything. Right. Um, and if everybody can play everything, then there's no reason not to play it on Xbox where you can get it all on Game Pass. So um, not all, with the, not everything. Right. Um, with everything being so open, right? Like yeah. if something happens, we hear about it almost instantly, right? So imagine if you're a PlayStation fan and you hear that Microsoft's trying to uh, strike a deal with Sony to let the, you know, hey, this new Bethesda's game coming out and we're wanting to let you guys have it, but we would also like our, we want Microsoft plans to be able to play this game. And you as a, as a Sony fan or PlayStation owner, you want to play this new Starfield game coming out, yeah. but Sony's saying no. 
So like Sony saying, no, we don't want to do that deal. Microsoft's offering up the opportunity for you to be able to play this game and your home team is denying you that opportunity. It's, it's funny you say that because my thought process is the exact opposite to where I've, because again, I'm, I don't think I'm completely on board with the, like the, the, the bartering. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see it as if, if Xbox does make these exclusives, then mm-hmm. at that point, who's the bad guy? Who's the one that is telling the, the PlayStation 5 owners like, hey, you've loved the Fallout and Elder Scrolls franchise mm-hmm. for decades now, uh, but you can't play it on that console that you bought. Um, you're going to have to pick up an Xbox. Um, and but who's sure- the bad guy for not allowing it to go through? If Microsoft approaches first and says, we will let this happen, all we want is Ratchet and Clank for this Well, that's if, that's if that if, if correct. that's the, the course correct. that they go. But if, if it's just... If it's just hey, these are these are our games, and you know they're they're on Xbox. Oh, of course. At that point, you're just playing the money game, yeah, and you're not caring about the consumer. Because I I think um, just just to get as many viewpoints as possible, I think a lot of people could say. So you, you see you see that Phil Spencer quote, and you're like, yeah, he's not for exclusives, but it's easy to say that when you don't have exclusives, you know. A hundred percent. Yes. Like it's like, easy to say like, yes. oh, you know, we you know, it's all about breaking down barriers, but. When you have those exclusives, now when it's in your favor, now right. it's like, well, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe uh, th- right. this is um, how we can kind of uh, change the change the uh, the the tides, I guess. Um, I I really honestly, I know I'm really on it. I really think it's a bargaining. I really think they're gonna be on that. I think that's the number one reason you get a studio like Bethesda right now, as big as they are, the number of hits they have. Yeah. I, I mean. Why else do you acquire something that big? Because, I mean, realistically speaking, if you're not going to utilize it other than the Game Pass feature, why pay that much money for it? Why would you pay that much money to acquire a company that you're going to allow your fans to play the games for free anyway? They're not even going to pay for it. Yeah. Right? So there's more to it than just that. And I really think it's to bring down the barriers of the exclusives. Just in general, as a whole, is to get rid of it. And You know, I'm not saying Sony... Yeah, I'm not saying Sony won't have their big exclusives stay with them. And I don't think Microsoft would necessarily try to go at the biggest and best, but there are definitely some good exclusives that Sony has that I don't think they would necessarily mind giving up if it meant getting these, some Bethesda titles on their consoles. Yeah. I, I think, and I might be, uh, this might be a a bad viewpoint. I don't know. This might be a, a, um, a bad take, but I don't think, I think exclusives, as as shitty as they are, like nobody wants to feel left out of, you know, their their favorite franchise. But at the same time, I think exclusives drive um, or competition drives innovation. Right. Like you're if if we have everyone on on the level playing field at at that point, like do like do people just stop pushing because it's available everywhere? I, I don't know. I, I don't want it to become this. Uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say at this point. I, I don't know if exclusives are as evil as people make them out to be. I, I want I want things to be as accessible as possible, but I also don't want that 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 innovation to go away. Um, that that competition. You don't want things to become stale. Yeah, I, I don't want people to. Okay, it's available everywhere. Oops, just hit my mic. <laughs> Um, it's available everywhere. Um, 
so uh, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll drop it because I, I don't I don't know if it's Whoa. a fully formed thought. Um, I, I mean, I get it, right? So your fear is if there's no more exclusives in the world, then why do you need to be innovative, right? Like what what at, where at is least, where is the drive to be better than the next guy if there, if it's not needed? Yeah, like but I, I don't want and in kind of in that same in that same breath, I don't want um, Xbox. Um, and Sony, because I think the more companies that they acquire, they start to become these big conglomerates, like like mm. how Netflix and Disney are. Well, not Netflix, really, I guess, maybe. But like Disney. Like Disney's buying Star Wars, and they've got Marvel, and they've got Fox. At what point do they just have a, a hold on everything to where they can start charging, hey, if you want to watch this movie day one, right. on top of your subscription, we're going to charge you 50 bucks. Um, like, we're, we're, who, who's going to say no? Because at that point they have control over all the all the media, um, right. I don't know. I think it's just a scary thought. I think that's that's I, yeah. Maybe it's not as bad as I'm making out to be. I I think I'm just I'm just fearful. Um, I I don't think that's as big of an issue. Um, I, I don't think exclusives will ever go away entirely. Right, like, so Microsoft made this purchase. It doesn't mean they're going to give up Halo ever. Right, you know they're right. not they're not going to give up Gears of War. Yeah, because uh, they don't have a reason to. Um, and I think a lot of the creativity isn't so much. I mean, in the gaming industry, I have a hard time feeling that all the creativity we see is purely because of competition. Right, I mean, you can see some of it for sure in like Destiny. Uh, what was the one that failed miserably by EA? Uh, uh, Anthem. Anthem was really bad. Um, and, and like, you could see, you can see where some of that comes into play because you could see them like teetering off of each other, right. As they get developed and, and come forward. But I would also like to, I mean, I, a lot of the credit where credits do, some people are just creative and they just want to see their, For sure. their worlds created yeah. by right? competition or not. Though, yeah. 100%. And I think those are the ones that we see the best games come from. I, I would 100% agree with you. And I, I'm really regretting what I said because I don't think I was able to fully articulate um, what I was trying to say because I I don't want to say like oh yeah it's best if we just like copy each other's games and they just like no, make a few course. changes and like that's not what I I want I like you said those creative games that are just so different from anything else that anyone's ever played um, but I I'm gonna drop it I'm gonna I'll just <laughs> you're say, good. Yeah, I get um, what I, I will. Let me let me say that I get what you're saying. Like I yeah. do. Whether you think you you didn't bring the yeah. th- like what you said makes sense. Like, yeah. and I don't think anybody listening wouldn't understand that. Like, it makes sense. Like the fear of if there is no competition between the two, it could become stale at times, and yeah. we might not see we might not see it as as quickly, you know. And it, it's just one of those things. So I I, I get that 100. percent I just think that that's not at least not at this point in time the thing that would 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 be the play sure i um i yeah. think kind of circling back to the um so the just i guess the main topic with with Bethesda and Microsoft i think the 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 key component here is game pass 100% i, I think that is 100% what this is what this is about um Without Game Pass, would it would it be as big a deal? It, it'd still be a huge deal. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. But um, the the fact that everything is just it's day one launch included in Game Pass, they're like I, I said it before. They're just making Game Pass into something that cannot be ignored. 
and it, it it was already there like game pass was already kind of like you everybody knew about it like you know what what great a deal um game Pass is. 15 million subscribers i think that they announced that that same day and it's only going to grow uh, with this announcement yeah um so so game Pass is the it's really i, I feel like it's game pass versus the uh uh the playstation 5 not necessarily the the series x or s you know like like yeah they're they've got these powerful consoles to compete with the playstation 5 but right. at the end of the day if you can play you know over 150 games um, and growing and growing um for 15 bucks a month or you're paying 60 to 70 i think the announcement of the 70 dollar games kind of was, mm. was a little little bit of a, a stab uh and 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 Sony's side there because I haven't seen I haven't seen anything like that from Xbox, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's like it, it's not like Netflix where you know okay there's a bunch of movies on there a lot of them are old we'll get the new movies in a year yeah. or so no I mean a lot of this is like the the uh, first party day one games boom there you yeah. go and yeah. now that includes Bethesda and all of them and all, any any Xbox Studio game like so yeah. that's the thing about Game Pass that makes it so good like there have been other gaming subscriptions that do something similar to like this but yeah. not to the scale that this is at not like it, it's yeah. it's crazy at how well it is and the nice thing is other than X Cloud uh, the games that you buy or the, the games you can play, you download. So you're not streaming them. So they look good. You know, like I know PlayStation now is a, a streaming service yeah. um, versus just a download and play service for the most part. So like game pass is, I want to see competition for game pass because it would only if, to, to your, it would only drive better deals, better, better stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll see one at least not for a minute. Cause it, it's going to take something a lot to catch up to what that thing's doing for right sure because it when it first launched like it it was a pretty big deal but it wasn't anywhere near what it is now no it was okay um, and and i guess to 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 counter my earlier point um because it, it I, just an open discussion right these these are just kind of, of the, the first thoughts that are coming to mind but so at the same time if we do have if we do have um these other subscription you know gaming as a, a service models at what yep. point do we do we fall into the same uh situation that we did with cable right like you mm. you paid monthly for cable and you got everything but now right now we've split off to where people are cutting cutting cable and now you've got netflix hulu disney plus hbo max and you're back to paying what you were before um now granted it's it's a little more like you you have more control over what you pay for so if you only mm. want netflix cool you're paying 15 bucks or whatever it is a month um but i i think that's that could be a dangerous route to go down too as i think as well i don't know i don't think that's in the near future if it's a if it's no a I, no that. definitely not i don't think it's in the near future at all um, um. so but before i forget we did have a um we had a, a fan fan question pop up when we posted about oh. this last week that um, I, I wanted to bring up. Um, so Aaron Wheeler uh, asked, how will this impact Sony and Nintendo? Will all future games go straight to Game Pass or just titles that are already out? Um, so hmm. maybe I'll answer the, the second question first. So I, I, think the, I think what we'll see, I mean, we, we just saw Doom Eternal launch 
uh, today, I think, um, on Game Pass, which is pretty big because it's it hasn't been out, but not even a year. Six months. Yeah, six months um, or so, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, so um, good. I think that's huge. I think we will. We've already seen some Bethesda games on there. I think we'll we'll probably see those as permanent installments. I would mm-hmm. think. I think previously they were probably part of that rolling rotation where, yeah, they they cycle Mm -hmm. in and out. We'll probably see the ones that aren't on there now probably come back and stay. Um, Skyrim, don't worry, guys. What's that? Skyrim, we'll get Skyrim. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Another uh, another way to play Skyrim. Um, And future games like like we already discussed, we will see those day one on uh, on Game Pass. Correct. Um, Now, for the the first part, how will this impact Sony and Nintendo? I'll be honest. I don't think this impacts Nintendo at all. I, I feel agreed. like I feel like Nintendo is is so far in just a complete. They're playing a completely different game, and that's okay. I it works for them. It it works for like you have seen no reduction in in Switch sales and in, in Switch game sales from from any of this stuff going on. And, and Microsoft not, and Nintendo are like cool to each other. Yeah, like we we just saw Ori come to yeah, uh, to Switch, like, which I think kind of ties back into, um, you know, Xbox is open to. Granted, I don't I don't even think Ori is technically a, an Xbox Studio game. I don't think it is. Uh, ooh, I don't know. I the thing is, I don't think Microsoft sees Nintendo as a threat at all because there are two different markets, and they know they're two different markets. So yeah. they don't they don't. It's not a threat to them. So I don't think that they have an issue. But at the same time, they see it as an opportunity because who yes. has a hold on the handheld market and who knows not to even compete with the handheld market. Um, yep. So it, with Nintendo dominating with the Switch, why not push a few of your games out there? It doesn't have to be all of them, but push an Ori out there and you can make some of that money off of that. Remember last, I think it was last year, the last E3 we went to. The whole time we were there, the one thing everybody yeah. wanted to see was Game Pass coming to Nintendo. Yeah. Everybody wanted to see Phil Spencer walk yeah. out on the, the, the Nintendo freaking mm-hmm. show. Because there were so many rumors about that yeah. being a thing. They were everywhere. And honestly, with as many rumors as there are, it makes me wonder if it was actually like if they were having those discussions and it just kind of fell mm-hmm. through. Um, so now's a good time. Yeah, but that Game Pass X Cloud, X Cloud is per. That's all you need. Um, and I, I think as as far as how this will impact Sony, I think that's kind of, that's probably what we covered. But maybe that's Mr. the question. Yeah, I think how we. So I will fine tune everything I've said because I feel like I've rambled a lot and I've kind of been all over the place, just because I don't think I'm even locked into a specific viewpoint yet. Um, Nobody okay. knows. Nobody knows what, what's going to happen for exclusives down the road for, for Bethesda. But what I think it could mean, I think it means that if I had to just throw out an answer now, I think it means that we will see games, these Bethesda games come to both consoles. We'll see them on Xbox and PlayStation. Even though you know it, that's a lot of money to spend to allow PlayStation to be able to play them. But keep in mind, they, you are allowing people to buy PlayStation 5 games and you're making, you're making some residuals off that. It's not like you're just making nothing. Um, but also, you still have the incentive of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where the game is available. Xbox is making it clear that no matter where you play Skyrim, Elder Scrolls 6, Fallout 5, whatever it is, 
Xbox is the place to do it. Whether it's on PC, mobile, or console, it's in Game Pass, man. You you just can't deny it. And if it's available everywhere and you're still the the, the best platform um, or the, the best place to play, I, I think that's all you need. You don't need to make it exclusive because you've you've already you've shown the the audience that you're the only option or you're the best option. And I still think it, we're going to start seeing less Sony exclusives because of it. That's basically what I that's basically what my whole thing boiled down to is we're going to start yeah. seeing less Sony exclusives uh, because of that purchase, because I believe they're going to be doing some wheeling and dealing. Um, and to kind of spin this real quick onto the same subject, but a little bit different. Don't forget, this will in some way affect Steam um, sure. and and PC platforms as well. Yeah. Because again, now you're going to have the service on PC where I can play Skyrim for free on my PC. I don't need to buy it through Steam anymore and stuff like that. So that's another thing Game Pass is that's another territory Game Pass is slowly starting to get into. A lot lot less so than than the whole Sony aspect of things, yeah. but that is that is something that is creeping that way. Well, I think it will it will be like what we saw with Destiny 2 on a grander scale. Um cuz what that launched did that launch on launch Blizz- on Activision? It, so it launched on Bl- on, on Battle.net. Yep. And then came to Steam. Yep. And I think they're just wrapping up that transition transition to where it's only like I Correct. think you're run I just got an email the other day like you're running out of time to transfer your stuff over if you Correct. want. Correct. So I think we'll probably see something similar to where all right um, after some after some time I don't I don't know if it'll work for for older games or not. Do they do they bother? I mean, you can't you can't take the licenses away from no. the people that have already paid, but no. do you make it do you make it unavailable to where you can't purchase it any longer on Steam and you can only get it on Xbox? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, or do you just not and, bother with those really old titles like yeah, I mean, at and that it's point just, it's like well, water. To me, I think that's the move. Don't don't bother with anything basically from here on out. Right. Um, and moving forward, okay, it's only on the the Xbox PC app. Right. Um, PC PC wise. Yep. Um. Yeah, man, I feel like my brain just went like a hundred miles an hour with this one because I came into this and I'm like, I really want to discuss this because I've heard so many different viewpoints and I feel like they're all great. Um, and I think that's what I enjoy about these is because we have so many different views and opinions and nobody knows for sure. And that's what makes it mm-hmm. kind of fun. Right. Um, Cause um, you know, Tim has this idea of swapping uh, exclusive for exclusive. I don't see that happening, but who knows? I could be completely blindsided and, and that could happen years from now. God of um, War three coming to Xbox with a God of War <laughs> one and two bundle package. Right. Exactly. Um, they kingdom hearts, just throwing it out there. Yeah. You know, they, I don't think it's, I don't think it's out of the question. I just, I don't think that's the way that I see it. I don't see it going that way. I feel like, like PlayStation is too stubborn and they know that this is their strong suit. Like you, you don't give up the, the best part of, of your, your strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's, that's always been what they've had, right? Exclusives. And that's always been their opportunity or yep. Xbox's opportunity is exclusives. So yep. do you really give that up? Um, I don't, I don't think they do. 
but like like I said, you could you could very well prove me wrong in a couple of years. It, it's I I would like I would be very interested to see if Microsoft if we hear something about Microsoft trying to let them have an exclusive from Bethesda and Sony denying the trade. I would be extremely interested to see if that happens. Yeah. If we I, hear about these trades being denied. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if with as open it is as it is, like you said, um, it it could definitely uh, be some some major PR backlash. Mm. Um, now I I think something else um, that we we didn't necessarily cover as an option. Um, I don't, I don't want to keep you know digging up what we've already discussed, but I don't think we we touched on this. We could very well see. I'll I'll keep using. Uh, Elder Scrolls 6 is the example. Mm-hmm. We could see Elder Scrolls 6 launch on both Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, but we could see it um, kind of like how we've seen with Call of Duty and uh, and Destiny in the past to where uh, PlayStation has gotten exclusive things. Maybe you get like yes. exclusive like DLC or mm-hmm. early get access. It it all, it, it's always yeah. nice to get it first kind of so thing. So maybe those are the kinds of things that we see. Um, I think that's prob- that's... That's Pretty, almost guaranteed. I would almost yeah. guarantee that. Yeah. Um, I think we see some exclusive stuff like that. Um, kind of like bare minimum. Like, hey, here's... If nothing else, here's the reason to get it on Xbox is because you either get to play three days early or you get some extra DLC stuff. Um, I was... Just what a freaking move, man. Like, it's, the balls they had to buy that. Like, I remember waking up, because I think you put it in Discord when it yeah. happened. And yeah. I was still really groggy and asleep. And I kind of just clicked on it. And I was, like, instantly awake. Like, what? Yeah. This, it's what? It's some of the biggest gaming news we've gotten in, in years. Like, to be, com- I think, to be completely honest, it's the biggest oh. gaming news we've gotten in years. In, in one or almost in one to two generations. Yeah. Like this is, this is huge. This is massive. Um, so yeah, I, I think we've already wrapped up our opinions, so I, I won't keep digging them up. Um, I think that's what makes this so intriguing above all else is this is some of the biggest news we've had in at least one to two console generations. Yeah. And it's so crazy because nobody, that's why nobody knows what's going to happen. It's not like we've seen something like this happen before and you can be predicting. That's why there's so many different, this is what I think. This is like, everyone yeah. has so many different opinions because this is on such a massive scale that realistically nobody knows a mo- what the move is. Yeah. And there's multiple good moves. Like yeah. there's like, if my move isn't proper, that doesn't mean I'm going to be dissatisfied with the other, because it, I'm sure one way or another, it's probably a good move, at least for game pass owners. Yeah. Um, so it's just mind boggling. Yep. The Xbox is just so consumer friendly right now. Like it's, yeah, they're, I, I've said it a billion times this episode, but they're, they're just hard to ignore. Like, even if you're a hardcore PlayStation fan, you can't, you can't just shy away from the from the uh, opportunities that Game Pass offers. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly, and this is a simple thing, but Game Pass, not Game Pass, well, xCloud is part of Game Pass. That launching, me being able to play Fallout 76 like I have been at work for 30 mm-hmm. to 45 minutes on my break, you know, to, to do my little daily quests on my yeah. on my tablet yeah. has just been phenomenal. Yeah. A stupid, simple little experience like that has just, it's great. Yep. Yep. 100% man. And, um, I, I'll, I'll leave it on this. Um, 
so Phil Phil Spencer when he was asked about uh, Death Loop and um, is it Ghostwire Tokyo? Mm, I because uh, they yeah. they were yeah. originally PlayStation Five exclusives. And when he was asked about it, he says we're going to honor that they are still going to remain PlayStation Five exclusives. But anything after that is going to be on a case by case basis. Right. Which is um, fair. That's completely yeah. fair. And I so and good I on them actually. Yeah. So I I leave it on that just because that that just kind of shows. They haven't really said one way or the other. This is still Correct. up in the air, um, case Correct. by case basis. So maybe we'll maybe they do split it. You know, maybe we see some that are exclusive and some that aren't. Right. You know, oh, and I'm sure that for sure. I, I, yeah. I. It's not so much the little titles. It's going to be the bigger titles that everyone's questioning. Yeah. Like, but I think I think them honoring the Death Loop thing. Not only is it a good move on them, it's the only right move. Yeah. Right. Like of any other move, and you would be looked at as like bad peoples. Yep. Um. So good on them, and, and like you said, they're consumer friendly. Um. And they're going down that path. So, you know, there's no good guy, bad guy here between the console generations. Um. I think PlayStation's doing what they're doing, and I love what they're doing, and I can't wait to play the games. And I think Microsoft's doing really well. And I think I think this is going to be an extremely fun and interesting console generation coming up i really yeah. really do yep um i think I, I said it either on last episode or the one before i love the different directions that 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 we're seeing Completely. we're seeing this this accessibility route with xbox we're seeing this let's show you what the future of gaming really is with with sony yep. both are awesome we yep. like for at least for the people that that are getting both consoles we all like we all win Right. Like, that's awesome that we're finally seeing a, a divergence from, I mean, I don't think, like, previously with the, the 360 and PS3 and the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, what were the differences? Like, like to be completely fair, what were right. the, the main differences? Not Other than exclusives, not a whole lot. They were li- um, they're literally identical. Yeah. So, it, 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 at least with this, now we're seeing a, a shift to where we're actually seeing some difference in, in what they have to offer. Right. Um, so we'll all win. Um, I do want to, I actually saved, we had one more um, okay. question come in uh, from fam mail, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, this one's from Fultz and I left it at the end for a reason. Um, so he asked, um, what's what's coming up for the fam? Um, like what what's uh, what's something... Uh, that you can expect in the in the future, mm-hmm. and I don't want to I don't want to give too much away, um, but I also want to you know at least give you guys a heads up. Um, Tim 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 and some friends went on an, on an adventure lately. Um, you <laughs> might have you might have remembered some of the uh, some of the the stories last year of the denim demon. You might have even seen him on stream last year if you tuned into Extra Life. Um, I think if you uh, if you tune into socials or on Discord. Um, over the, the next, next couple weeks or so, you'll, you'll kind of see how that, that adventure played out for better or worse. Um, and I would say, just keep in mind that October is, um, historically when we do our extra life stream. Um, so stay tuned for some, some details there outside of that streams are probably going to change. Um, Tim, if you want to jump into that a little bit, kind of explain what's coming up for you. We're going to kind of hit the floor running here when it comes to October. So for those of you who don't know me. Um, and for those of you who do, I guess, or anybody, uh, horror is my genre. Always has been, always will be. I mean, I grew up on the horror franchise of not only video games, but movies as a kid. Like, that was what I was thrown into. I loved every minute of it. Thank you, Grandma. Um, 
And so we're going to hit the ground running. I believe, believe it or not, I never played the first Outlast. So I want to start. Right. And we'll be playing some Outlast to begin our, our stuff. We got some things going on. I'm going to do some collabing with some of them. So hopefully one of my like absolute dearest friends on the streaming stuff. So, so keep an eye on that. There's some really interesting spooky games that are popping up all out of like nowhere that I cannot wait to get my hands on. Yeah. So if you like those kinds of games, you like the scares, you like to have fun time. I now look, so here's the cool here's here's the thing. I have played these games forever. Like yeah. ever since I was a kid, I still very much get oh, freaked yeah. out and scared and terrified. But that's why I come back. It's like the same reason some people really like roller coasters. They know they could die, <laughs> right? But they keep doing it anyway. It's the yeah. same reason I come back to horror games. I live I live for that kind of adrenaline rush. Yep. So if you like that, if you want that adrenaline rush, I'm telling you, this October, we're going to have some fun. It's going to be a good time. It's always my favorite time of the year for uh, for streams, man, without a doubt. Um, 100%. With that said, um, I, I know we haven't really done uh, like Q&A before, but I really like it. I, I like uh, getting I questions it. that – because I mean, we can ask each other questions back and forth, but sometimes the best ones come from, uh, come from the outside. So if you guys do have any questions um, – you know, if anything comes up in the uh, in the news in the next uh, week or so, or just anything next gen related or specific game related, if you got any questions at all for us, um, you can email them to us at fam at all uh, fam at for all uh, Drop them in our Discord. We've got a fam mail uh, Discord channel, and there you can drop your questions. Um, DM us wherever Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you want to do. Um, we'd love to hear your questions, whatever it may be. Um, but I think that's going to wrap it up for episode 78. As always, we appreciate the support. Hope you guys like this discussion. It was a, uh, it was definitely a fun one for me. One I've wanted to do for the past week. I guess we'll see you guys in uh, the next couple days for some, some spooktober streams. Um, but until the next episode, uh, be safe, take care. I'll see you guys next time. Later guys. Thanks for listening to FamCast. Be sure to subscribe for the latest episodes and follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and our other socials at For All Mankind.